0: Hey, 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 this is Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. Now let's do it. Let's get to it. Guys, I have been gone for, well, I haven't done a podcast since last year. And I know that's just because, you know, last year was yesterday. (laughs) But honestly, it's been, what, uh, one month in... 11 days perhaps the last recording I did was on the 20th of November and it is now January the 1st 2021 and of course I want to wish everybody a good new year a happier new year a blessed new year a year that is full of laughter and great memories and great health and great wealth all of that I wish for you guys I hope for you guys I pray for anybody listening to this episode because 2020 shocked you know yeah it was a time of reflection and a, tie, a time to maybe self-evaluate our lives self-reflect things of that nature but it also just sucked guys it sucked in so many ways it started with the coronavirus the covid-19 then it went into the injustices that were going on with black lives matter with black people in particular um and how they were being treated or continued to be treated by police officers the injustices that were out there it just got so bad that you know there were protest after protest after protest. Uh, specifically, I think in the in the summer more than anywhere, and then the political craziness that has gone on. so I'm sorry that did go on and is continuing to go on right now. Um, I still can't believe that on January 1st, 2021, we still have a president, hashtag not my POTUS, who has a bunch of his cronies in the GOP that are still trying to, they're just trying not to have this new president, Joe Biden, come in and it's just insane. It's insanity at the highest level. I still don't understand it. And it's coming in, seeping in from 2020. And then we have, of course, the over 300 and something thousand deaths from COVID-19. And it's just was such a crazy, horrible year. And I never thought it was going to impact me or affect me as it did. And that's why I've been away. That's why I just didn't want to do anything more in 2020, but just rest, heal, relax, self-reflect, pray, meditate, if even. Because, and this is not just about cancer returning. Yes, like I said, on November 20th, I went in for a surgery. They successfully took out the tumor and they did a biopsy of the tumor and it came back that it is in fact cancer. And so I will now have to be going through chemotherapy again. It is cancer number three. It's third time's a charm. That's the prayer and belief and hope that this will be the last time. Although, even though that's what I hope and pray for, I know realistically the doctors are like telling me that once it comes back, it keeps coming back hope. Unfortunately, with ovarian cancer, especially it keeps coming back. So the time from when you last had cancer to the treatment, to the time when the next cancer comes, next occurrence or recurrence arrives, it's gonna be shorter and shorter and shorter. That's just the way it goes with ovarian cancer recurrences. So I know I have to be realistic in knowing that that's what's going on and that's what may continue to go on. But I also have my faith. I also rely on God. And even though some might say, well, what good is that doing? How's that going for you? Because of all the things that have gone on in my life that have not been great. And I can see how people might say that that are not believers in God and a higher power. I can see that being justified or warranted. Cause that's how they see things, but that's what faith is. No, I'm gonna stick to my faith to believe in the things that are as if that are not as if they are. I could be paraphrasing that, of course, but at any rate, yeah, things have sucked. Cancer came back. I'm gonna be going in starting 2021 with chemotherapy. It's not ideal. On top of it, and this is a big on top of it, guys. My mom died on November the 29th. And another reason that I didn't do any more episodes until now is because I was just not ready, emotionally, psychologically, to talk about it. I am now at a place where I can talk about my mom dying. My mom, my rock, my prayer warrior, my best friend, my everything died on November 29th from complications due to COVID-19. And that hit me like an asteroid attacking the earth. It hit and it hit hard and it hit my very core. But I'm able to talk about it now. I'm able to get on my smartphone and speak into the speaker and do this episode. And I'm very grateful that I am at a place now where I can do that because I at times wondered, man, Is it ever going to go away? Is this pain ever going to get easier? Is it ever going to get lighter? When will I reach a point where I can actually talk to somebody on the phone or look somebody eye to eye and not want to cry? And I'm not saying that I'm like, oh, I'm 100% better. I'll never, ever be 100% better. I lost a part of me. I have a hole in my heart because I lost my mom. And I lost her in a way nobody wants to. To lose a loved one. I mean, nobody should want to ever lose a loved one. Nobody. I would pray nobody has to ever lose a loved one. And there's no really, quote unquote, good way to die. But my mom died in a way that still hurts me when I think about it. She was fine one moment. And then she wasn't. And and I say that kind of loosely because my mom hasn't been fine health-wise in a long time. She had diabetes. She had stage four kidney failure. She was not doing well. And she hadn't been doing well for a good couple of years. Her knees were so bad. She had arthritis. She had chronic pain every day. I mean, it's just, and of course that's what chronic pain is, but it was just so intense and it wasn't getting any better so she didn't have a fighting chance when that virus attacked her body. And what we thought was, well, what we hoped was just a cold or something that she would get over like she's done in the past, turned out to be COVID-19. And it hurt because we couldn't do anything. I mean, she, when she lost consciousness that Sunday morning Sunday afternoon early Sunday afternoon and never regained consciousness after that and they tried to bring her back and they every time they got a heartbeat she'd just go back under and they did that at the house I had wasn't there but I had just left because I had spent a week there recovering from surgery when and how COVID-19 got into the house I don't know my mom and my stepdad unfortunately weren't always the best with properly wearing their masks. As much as I know, you're like, as much as you talked about it. Yeah. As much as I talked about it and even shared that with my mom, when I would have passengers who didn't want to wear their masks properly. And I would share those stories with her. She herself didn't always wear her mask properly. And sadly, in fact, the day that I had surgery on the 20th of November, a staff member at the hospital told her, ma'am, you know, if you're gonna be in the hospital, you gotta wear your mask that covers your nose and your mouth. And she only shared that with me because the next day she said that happened and uh, she didn't understand why she had to cover her nose. And I, I told her mom, you know, the droplets go in, go out of your nose. They can go out of your nose and they can go in your nose. That's why it's important that you cover both your mouth and your nose when you're wearing that mask. And she just didn't like it. And my stepdad said that it irritated him it made him uncomfortable to keep his nose covered. And yeah, I don't think anybody likes it. And I've always said that, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. So I don't know when it came in. I, I, I think my stepdad might have had it. He's got a very strong immune system. But you know, once you have it, you become contagious. And he had it, I think the day that they went to pick me up and take me to the hospital um or at least his at least he was feeling down, and they stayed at Holiday Inn in Dallas, and they went to a couple of places like the convenience store, so who knows what she would have she could have touched something he could have touched something, and they had it he had it one of them had it, regardless of who somebody had it, and then the whole house ended up getting it. We found out on a total of nine of us eight of us, so my mother, my stepdad, myself, my brother, his daughter, my cousin that lives there, and then my stepdad's two, two daughters all got COVID-19. And unfortunately, I lost my mom to it, which makes me even more angry with how people all over the world Take it so for granted. Take it as if it's still not something serious. They get as a hoax. Take it for granted, make it it as if it's not a big deal When you wait until you lose somebody close to you. And I pray, I pray people don't have to take it. Don't start taking it serious when that happens. I pray that nobody has to go through what our family has gone through and what my heart has gone through with losing my mom the way we did. Because I know if I'm to be realistic, we probably would have only had five to ten more years with my mom. She wasn't going to do dialysis. She was due for a colonoscopy. Maybe we only had a couple more years with my mom. But let me tell you guys, I would have taken those two years or so with my mom versus having to lose her the way we lost her and versus losing her to to COVID-19. It just isn't anything that you want to go through because it's, a, it's avoidable. It doesn't have to happen. Putting your seatbelt on when you're, in, when you're in your car and you're, you're out driving anywhere prevents you from getting thrown out of the car if you get in a car accident. People might say, oh, well, there are still people who die from car accidents who are wearing their seatbelts. And that is true. That is not a lie. However... There are a lot more, a lot, a lot more people who do end up staying alive because they had that seatbelt on. Wearing the mask, social distancing, washing your hands, staying away from mass gatherings, especially mass gatherings where people aren't wearing masks. Still, you can still get the virus, even though you follow all the protocols, because somehow one way or another that virus can sneak in. However, if you do all those things, wearing the mask properly, social distancing, staying away from mass gatherings where people aren't wearing masks and social distancing, you still have a much, much, much greater chance of staying alive and not infecting people that you love and care about. Nobody can tell me otherwise, because that's just truth. So I hope whoever you are and wherever you are listening to this episode, that you please continue to do those things. Because I would not want you to go through what I have gone through. And losing a loved one to this virus, she has become another victim to this disease. And I never wanted that. I never dreamed that that would have happened. And if all the scenarios you can imagine losing your your mother... That was definitely not one of them that I ever thought about. I just didn't think that she would die to that. And people might say, well, she didn't die of COVID-19. She died complications due to COVID-19. I don't care what way you want to paint it. It's still dying. That wouldn't have happened if COVID-19 didn't exist. Therefore, in my book, she died of COVID-19 because if that virus never would have went inside of her and into her weakened, weakened, weakened immune system, she was immunocompromised. She not, she would not have died, nor would the other hundreds, thousands of people that have gotten it and died from it. People try to say that if those are safe, if they're a healthy person with no immunocompromised, non-immunocompromised, then they... They can't believe that they died of COVID-19. I can't, I'm not a scientist, but people will say that they died from complications due to COVID-19 or they died from COVID-19 because they didn't have any immunocompromised, they weren't immunocompromised. But I've had people tell me, I can't believe that, I don't believe it, I won't believe it. There's no way, they must have had something wrong with them. And I don't know why people say that, because are they scared? Are they fearful of this disease? And they just have to make, in their brains, they have to say, well, they must have had something wrong with them, if you will, because there's just no way they can die of COVID-19. I just don't believe it. And to that I say, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But why not? Why can't? I mean, people die of things all the time. What is, COVID-19 is no different. There are people who have died of lung cancer and they didn't smoke. They were not smokers. They weren't around smokers. They didn't have secondhand smoke, but yet they died of lung cancer. So how's that possible? Maybe, you know, I don't know, but it's still a fact. People can't say, oh, well, there's no way they died of cancer if they didn't have, if they weren't a smoker, they couldn't have died of lung cancer. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I don't want to get off on that. I just want to let you guys know that, I am at a better place that I can talk, obviously, and make this episode. I tried it before, but I couldn't do it. And then I just said, no, I'll just start in the new year. And what a better time than the first day of the new year. The first day of the rest of my life. So thank you for joining me. My apologies that I've been gone for almost a month and a half. Some might have thought, man, I hope her surgery was okay. I haven't heard from her. We haven't had an episode. And to that, I say, thank you if if you've said a little prayer for me and didn't know, but uh, I'm okay. I'm getting better anyway. Maybe I'm not okay so much as I am just getting better. It's becoming more bearable, more manageable with each new day. But I still have my times. Losing your mom, especially if you were close to her. is hard on the heart and no matter how they die, but especially when they die and it in a way that's so fast, unexpected, and sudden, as the way my mom died, you just don't have time to say goodbye. You know, sometimes you have time to say goodbye. They're dying of a terminal disease, and you're getting things prepared. Uh, there's the, even people that have Alzheimer's and, and dementia, even though they might not be present, you could still see them, feel them, smell them, kiss their head. Tell them you love them. And then you prepare for them to die. But there are cases like this where it just comes so fast and so brutal. And they're just gone. It's, it's hard. Man, has it been hard. But here I am. And I'm better, like I said, every day. And it... Of course, this is another reason why I say 2020 sucked. Um, but I'm looking at 2021 as a as a new year, it's a new start. I think Stephen King said uh, put out a tweet that said, I, "I don't know if I can wish you a happy new year. Would have a happier new year? Work? Question mark? And I like that because it's it's kind of like yeah, I don't want to wish you a happy new year. I want to wish you a happier new year." because 2020 was so bad. Um, And yes, there were good parts about it too. We did elect a new president, yes. And the first ever female vice president of African-American descent and Indian descent. There were things that came out of those protests that were good. Justice is prevailing in a lot of places, but we still have a lot of work to do. And a lot of people started realizing how valuable family and friends are and how we need to stop focusing on things that aren't as important and, and start spending more time with things that are and people that are more important so there of course there were things good that came out of 2020 but a lot a lot of bad and a lot of deaths and a lot of heartache and a lot of tragedies so goodbye to that and hello to new beginnings i hope 2021 will be a great year for you guys. I'm praying that it will for every one of us and that this vaccine will get out there more and more and that our our countries will get stronger and stronger. And yeah, that we'll just get to a better place by the summer, maybe even before the summer, where we'll start getting to some kind of new type of normal. Man, that will be great. And that by the summer, maybe before the summer, I'll be back to being cancer free. Although the doctor said that they'll probably put me on a maintenance therapy, which basically is, is called an inhibitor. And in some ways that means like, oh, I'll probably be on treatment for the rest of my life. And though I'm not looking forward to that, I'm still in it guys, I'm still in it. I got my boxing gloves, getting them ready. And I'm going to kick some cancer's arse. And I'm going to keep hope alive. The word hope, not just the person hope. But I'm going to stick to my faith. Stick to my name and what my name means. And hope will prevail. Because hope will stay alive. In my heart, in my soul, in my mind. And I hope it will with you guys too. That's all I really got for today. I think that's enough. Um... Hopefully I didn't make any of you guys cry. I'm very proud of myself that I didn't cry. Got a little emotional, of course, but it's expected. It's part of the process. And I'm glad that I am able to be in touch with my emotions and I've always been able to be in touch with my emotions that I can let it out. Like it's a, there's a free, there's there's something freeing about crying. And I'm glad that I don't keep it in that's just not healthy i don't believe it's healthy i've read that it's not healthy and i just know that that's not good for me crying is okay it's okay not to be okay and it's okay to cry there's no shame in that there's nothing to be embarrassed about i don't share that because i want pity i don't share that because i want people to feel sorry for myself i just share because it's what i believe and if there's anything going on in your life that you haven't let go of as far as like letting it out and crying because you think it's a form of weakness. I used to think that I used to think that a lot. It's not let it out, go in the shower, take a bath, cry. I know it'll make you feel better and it's okay. So that's if you are, if you're not going through anything that's making you cry and you did, you just ended up crying because you heard my story. Well, you know, Hey, Uh, That just means you're a human and you have a pulse. (laughs) And if it makes you pray for me also, that is also something that I would really appreciate because I definitely need prayers. Thank you so much in advance. As I go into 2021, starting with chemotherapy next Thursday, I will talk about it from time to time on these episodes i think i'm ready to start blogging again because I, I love the writing aspect part of my i think i'm gifted in that sense i'd like to think that that's a gift that's love and desire and passion to write that is starting to come out more and more i think i need to start doing that um starting in 2021 because i didn't really do much of it in 2020 or 2019 either but I like podcasting. I like getting my voice out there and talking and having an audience and it's cool and it's fun. But I also like blogging. So if I do end up start blogging again, I'll give you guys the info on that or any and anything. Of course, I'll start sharing more things. I've got some things I want to share with you that I'll do in the next episode. But at any rate, I don't want to talk more than I already have. I'm still in season five. Um, I think. I I got a little ways to go before we start season six, but happy new Year's, guys. Happy Year new year, guys, and stay safe. Keep healthy. Thank you for tuning in as always. And I'm back. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Yes, y'all. I'm back in 2021 because we're keeping hope alive. God bless us always. This is Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. And I'll see you on the flip side. Bye. Oh, P.S. I'm sorry, guys. I forgot to add this. A friend of mine decided to start a GoFundMe page because she was very concerned about how this is all affecting my financial responsibilities or lack thereof of taking care of my financial responsibilities. So I will put uh, the link on the description for this uh, podcast episode. And if you or someone you know would be open to reading about my story, share the link with them. You know, it's hard for me to ask for help. It's always been something that I've not been good at, but more and more I'm learning that it's not a sign of weakness to ask for help. And sometimes it's strangers who come up, and end up helping people the most so i'm just throwing it out there to you guys and if you want to do something please do if you know somebody that could help um, people at your church people in your community whomever by all means share the link and i thank you in advance all right till next episode see you on the flip side bye